Welcome to the Beyond Football Show. Here's your host, Hannah Hall and Kate Lay. Welcome back to the Beyond Football Show. I'm your host, Hannah Hall. And I'm Kate Lay, talking all things Beyond Football. Hannah, your hair is different. What, what? It's different. It's, you know, it's something different for sure. I was... You know what? There was a little mix-up with the appointments. I got a little too eager, and I was like, you know what? Just throw me in wherever you could throw me in. I didn't. I left my typical stylist, and next thing you know, I'm coming out fully blonde. Um, it's a learning lesson. My mom, you know, being biracial, half black, half Mexican, my mom kind of was like, Hannah, like you can't just go anywhere. Like you gotta take care of yourself. You gotta take care of your hair. And I'm like, you know what? So it's been a real, real good learning lesson for me. How are you doing today? (laughs) You know what? I think it's a look, you know, it's getting warmer. We got to go a little bright, but you still look good, girl. And, you know, I, speaking of moms, I'm actually visiting my mom in Kentucky. So we're in a weird time difference zone right now. You know, the environment's super weird. I actually get to hang out with my mom for three weeks. I haven't seen my mom since July. She's kind of my idol, kind of my role model. Due to COVID, you know, she's a nail tech. So all of the nail shops are kind of, you know, closed down or it's not a constant income. So she kind of just dropped everything and moved to Kentucky and is working for her sister's in their small little, I like to say it's a village because we're, you know, living in San Jose and I'm from Stockton. So it's like a big town and where my aunts live, it's like really small and everyone knows everyone. So it's, it's really different, but it's good seeing my mom. Cause like I said, again, she's my idol and she has put in hard work and I think that's where I get my hard work from my mom so yeah but today we have a really cool uh, episode for you guys we actually have Christian Webb today so let's give a warm welcome to our guest today Webb, how are you can you start off by telling us your major your position and maybe who you look up to just because Kate kind of got us on that topic so may as well put in who your idol is Man, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, C-Webb, checking in. Uh, I play linebacker here at San Jose State. I'm currently in grad school. My undergraduate degree was in communications. I'm currently working on my master's, and it's an interdisciplinary degree, which is a mixture of communications, marketing, and kinesiology, and it really has an emphasis on social justice and sports. Awesome. And who do you look up to? Oh, you know, this person is actually a, a kind of recent in my life. They're not like famous, like a superstar, like LeBron James. Shout out to LBJ. I look up to him. But uh, someone down the street, I would have to say uh, Milan Balancin, the executive director at the African-American Community Service Agency, just for everything that he does in the community, how selfless he is, how willing he is to always share good advice with um, his young people and just his transparency and the way he goes about his uh, day-to-day business and how much he cares about the community. So uh, shout out to Milan. I'm so happy you brought that up because we are actually going to be talking about your internship later on in the show. But first off, I want you guys to know, Christian Webb is the man who does it all. All things beyond football. He does the mentorship. He does the workshop Wednesdays. He does the Agoja Academy. Christian Webb does it all. So first off, I want to just ask you, 
Can you tell me about the importance of mentorship with these youth? And can you just tell me a little bit about that aspect of beyond football? Because obviously you're in all areas, but I feel like that's a pretty important part to you. So. Yeah. So um, mentorship is definitely really important because as we progress through life, it's always important to give back to the community. But furthermore, you want to help the people who are younger than you not make the same mistakes that you make. Mm-hmm. So if I can help you get to where I got to at a faster pace so you can further advance yourself, I love that for you. And furthermore, I want to see you succeed. You know, it takes a village to raise a child, and I'm a firm believer in that. Um, there were a ton of people who poured into me. So getting to where I'm at right now, I always make sure that I pour into other people, no matter where they come from, in any way that I can any way that's positive, any way that's influential, any way that's uplifting, um, inclusive. You know, I want to do what I can to give back. And uh, I feel like it's really important. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I mean, we, we see you. You're all over. You're on the Instagram. You're, you're a face of the Beyond Football. You're a face of San Jose State football. And you just really, truly exemplify what it means to be a man who cares about the community and you know, speaking of that, you do have an internship with the African American Community Service Agency. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I know you're kind of all over the place within it. And I don't know if you're an internship or what your role is, but I want to hear all about that. And tell me about it. Yeah, so my internship with the African American Community Service Agency was spectacular. Um, I got to witness a nonprofit at its grassroots level during a time period when the world kind of shut down. And a lot of the community was turning to us to figure out what to do next in terms of next steps. How do we unify? How do we bring people together? Uh, so it was really a beautiful experience. Um, the wealth of knowledge that I learned, my understanding of the nonprofit industry, my understanding of what the community needs and how to go about getting that and even interacting with them, how to, how to step to them in a respectful manner. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like a lot of times we want to help people. But when you go to help people, you have to do it from a place of respect and understanding where they're at in their life and not like a like from a big brother standpoint where you're looking down at them like here grab my hand let let me help you from a place of like i'm meeting you where you're at you know so we can solve this issue together because um, i understand where you're coming from what you're going through i'm empathetic with you um i want to listen to you i want to hear what you have to say and i feel like that was really important throughout the whole entire time which is listening to the community understanding them engaging with them on a personal level um it was cool because we i want to say we fed over 5,000 families mm-hmm. during that first span of the pandemic, uh, that first really long push. And it was cool because a lot of the people that I saw when I was helping were people that I had, that I had seen on a daily basis just around the city. But it's cool when you get to meet them and they're like, they, they get to find out more about you. It's like, wait, you play football? I was like, yeah. They're like, wait. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a regular person too, you know? <laughs> I, don't just, <laughs> I don't just put on a helmet and hit people. Like, I love people too. Um, so that was really amazing. And then in terms of my ability to just reach out to like CEOs and meet them and kind of influence them and help them align in terms of figuring out with setting up relationships and getting things done, like with the San Jose uh, earthquakes, they had a huge pledge 74 where they were going to give 7.4% of their, uh, their revenue to a nonprofit each month. Mm-hmm. And so they did that. We made like Black Lives Matter scarves. They had a sale for those. Um, we did a ton of cool stuff. And they also came by the agency all the time. But most importantly, just the interaction with the community was by right. far something that I will forever cherish. And love the knowledge that I learned. Exactly. And speaking up on that, I feel that Beyond, Fo- Beyond Football does an amazing, um, amazing job at connecting 
with the community. And so do you kind of see a correlation between how beyond football and your internship with the African American Community Service Agency? Do you see that correlation and maybe how it's kind of helped you with those networking skills, as you said, with those big CEOs and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing that Beyond Football does an amazing job of is all the events that we put on. Mm -hmm. So like when we do the Autism Speaks Walks or the Walk of Santana Road, like I was comfortable being in a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. So me being myself, I felt okay with being my authentic self because I was able to understand like, you know, I want to stand up for this. And it felt good to me. I feel like a lot of people, they have a hard time like standing up for things because they don't know like, should I feel good about this? Like, mm -hmm. is it right? But Beyond Football kind of encourages you to um, – to go out on a limb, be yourself, be your true authentic self. And that's something that I, uh, I really appreciate, especially with like the autism walks. That event was awesome because getting to interact with all of them, their families, um, the kids, it was beautiful. And then carryover during COVID-19, there were some um, autistic people. And through that experience, I felt way more comfortable interacting with them. People with different abilities, people who may have been deaf. Um, like there was one person who was deaf. And so it was cool because I was like, okay, I know how to interact with them, right? Like, I'm like, what do I do? Okay, get someone. I remember I called up one of my teammates who knew sign language, and I said, hey, can you sign this for me? And he had just graduated. He was done playing. He was like, yeah, absolutely. See, whatever I got you. And he signed everything for me, and it was, it was awesome because the volunteer that we had that day, they weren't – they didn't know sign language, so they were trying to communicate with them, and I could see the deaf person kind of getting uh, – kind of get a little frustrated so like I walked over and it was, it was beautiful it was cool I was like ah oh, this is a nice moment <laughs> hey that's what it's all about man and I that it's just those little moments right there and you talked about standing up for stuff you believe in and mm -hmm. you kind of talked about how beyond football has kind of given you those skills to be able to speak up and speak out and on a more serious note I want to talk about a group you're a part of with some other fellow football players POC which is people of change right um, I just want to talk about that real quick and how that kind of is working out for you. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the group itself, as well as just, you know, how it's kind of ties in with Beyond Football in the sense of you are standing up for something you believe in. Yeah, so um, POC was started in the beginning of the pandemic when all the Black Lives Matter movements, Black Lives Matter movements kind of got up and running and people really started to take notes and wondering like, hey, what's going on in the Black community? Mm -hmm. um, Coach Brennan brought it to our attention when he asked. This is how cool Coach Brennan is. He was calling his African-American players because he wanted to understand more about how they felt about everything going on. Mm. He, being a, being a Caucasian man, he was like, you know, I don't experience the world the same way that you do. But he was like, by listening to y'all, he's like, I get a chance to open up that door and try and figure out how to be a better person for the Black community. And right. then so we kind of brought, he didn't just keep that to himself, he ended up expanding on it. And while we were all there, you know, we kind of came together as a team and we were like, you know, if you really care about this, you want to educate people and you want to, and we opened up a, a place where as players, we were able to kind of discuss everything that was going on. That's kind of where POC initially started. We were just talking about issues in the black community because our team was so dynamic in terms of all the different individuals that we have on. Um, so it was super cool. And then we all came together. I'm talking Nick Starkle, Cade Hall, um, Trey Webb, Jordan Cobbs, Rico Tolfrey, Andrew Jenkins, uh, Jaime Navarro um, and myself, um, those are, I think, were the, were the leaders of the PLC, I want to say. I think that was all of them. If I missed anyone, I'm sorry, y'all. I love you, y'all. <laughs> you all um, matter. We remember you. We know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, so then we kind of came together. We were like, okay, how do we push this agenda? How do we make sure these conversations aren't just a one-and-done thing where it's like, okay, Cade brings it to my attention where he's like, you know, I want to learn more, like, I, I don't experience the same world you do. Like, see, Webb, when you get 
followed home by police officers and you're afraid for your life. He's like, I've never had that experience. Right. I've never had that experience with two police cars just following me on the way home. And it was, it was cool for them because they, they were like, okay, I get to see the world through a different lens. But it was cool for us to know that they really care about us exactly. on like an off the field level, like beyond the teammate, like the way you experience the world. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then our main goal was just to educate, organize, and uh, influence our community to do more and be more than just athletes. You know, we have a huge platform being an athlete, being here in the Bay Area at an institution like San Jose State. I mean, we're, we're a prestigious school in terms of social justice. Um, especially with people like Tom Lee Smith and John Carlos. Uh, so, you know, we were like, hey, we can't drop the ball on this. This is the moment when the world needs us. Let's be people of change. Uh, so that's really how it all uh, kind of started. No, so awesome. Yeah, I think that that is truly inspirational. And I know that a lot of your friends are student athletes. You yourself are a student athlete. And I know that maybe it doesn't always go the way you have it planned. And a lot of people are, oh, football, 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 you know, and that's why we have our program beyond football so I know that beyond football does a lot of things with career development so do you kind of want to sh explain the importance of career development in student athletes career and development is paramount it's so 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 important um, in terms of like your lifespan of football football doesn't last that long unless you end up being one of the luckiest human beings on earth and you get like a 10-year career when you get if you even get to the NFL um you're blessed. But at the same time, being here, your career development is important because, okay, it's a cool thing TB told me, I think about two years ago. She said, while you're a player at San Jose State, the Bay Area is like all access open doors. People are going to help you just because of the fact that you're a student athlete and you play football here at San Jose State. But once you matriculate into the real world, like doors don't just like open up for you like that. Like people don't just want to help you like that. They aren't just so willing to give. Um, so she told me, while you're here, maximize this opportunity. Now, we bring that to career development, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of have to explore. Most people don't know what it is they want to do. And even if they have an idea, you're not truly going to know until you go out and do it, right? Exactly. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is the perfect time to go test the water, dip your toes in a lot of different areas, see what you like, see what you don't like. Um, and just the career development aspect of Beyond Football was so incredible because we're building resumes, we're learning interview skills, we're getting the opportunity to take internships. I know people like Jack Snyder and some of our other teammates have had amazing internship experiences through Beyond Football. Um, and I mean, like TB says, like she's just trying to open up the doors to Silicon Valley. And I mean, while you're building your football dream and you're working towards that, it's important to build your other dream too because you're more than just an athlete. And that's something that we emphasize being San Jose State Spartans. Like you can just do so much more. So don't dip all your eggs in one basket, you know? No, I 100% agree. You know, you kind of want to just explore your other options. And I think while you explore your other options, you're also finding yourself within all of that, you know? And we're talking about skills and all of that, you know, what are some important skills you've learned through Beyond Football? Because I know there's a bunch of things you've learned throughout this whole program. So kind of explain to us what important skills you've learned through this program. We, what skills do I want to recognize first? <laughs> the first one I want to say is uh, attention to detail. Being an athlete, you learn that. But making that carry over into the business world and just your off-the-field life is very important because when you're really attentive to detail, you catch things that other people don't. Um, the other one is being fearless. Being fearless in the way that you approach people, the way that you go about trying to find information. You know, don't sell yourself short. As a matter of fact, reach for something that seems out of range. 
just go for it because you never know what's going to happen. You never know if someone's just going to throw you a lob or someone's going to be like, you know what, you don't have it, but you have the characteristics that I need for this. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can build you. I can mold you. I can, I can kind of, you know, I can get you right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. You're, uh, you're truly a superstar. Like, you, like when I'm hearing you speak, like you're just so cool. And I know that we're just all- everything's through zoom right now but like you can tell that he's really speaking authentically and he really truly cares and so I guess my next question is like what's your next step in life because you're you're out here helping the community you're playing football your career development so what is life looking like next for the Christian web like what's next life life for me is an adventure um I'm trying to do what's coming next right now I'm working on my master's and my thesis is, is crazy, right? So it's centered around social activism, student athletes, um, the current Black Lives Matter movement. And it's really looking at the way that college institutions kind of influence or deter student athletes from speaking up about social justices. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about your communication with your coaches, the demographics of your academic staff, your athletic department. Like all that stuff comes together. And when you think about it, most college sports teams are predominantly African-American for your money sports, like football and basketball. Right. So how do you get into a place where athletes feel comfortable exploring more identities than just their athletic identity? Like at San Jose State, Coach Brennan and TB do an amazing job of encouraging us to do that. Um, but I feel like at a lot of other schools, it's not like that. They're just like, hey, oh, go be an athlete. Then they throw you out. And then it's like, okay, well, if I want to speak up about something, how do I feel comfortable doing it? You know, how do I feel comfortable maybe putting some of my masculinity to the side? Some of the things that make me good at football, but make me kind of different in terms of how I go about approaching things off the field. How do I feel comfortable kind of, okay, showing the world like the softer side of me, letting people see just how dynamic of an individual I am. Um, so in terms of like your whole academic career outside of that, um, the major that you get, it, it's, it's diving deep, but yeah, that's one of the things that I'm, uh, I'm kind of exploring. And then outside of that, just, I want to start a nonprofit. Um, that's been on my list of things to do for a very, very, very long time before I even got here. And we actually had to be on football talk, I think about two weeks ago with the uh, Limo Foundation. And they were doing exactly what I wanted to. So that was awesome because I was like, wow, someone's already started this. Let me go holler at you see how you did this. I mean, they were doing things I didn't even think of. Like, teach the kids how to code Formula One cars. I love Formula One cars, but I I didn't even know you code Formula One cars. So, like, (laughs) so it was uh, was super cool. Um, Then outside of that, I want to be CEO. Always have, always will be. Uh, My dad was an entrepreneur. So I think that's probably where I get some of my entrepreneurial spirit from. Um, so like I understand like the grind it takes and everything like that but in terms of just setting my life up for those next steps being prepared to kind of run a company influence people um, and create a workspace that's dynamic and enjoyable for people that's something that I really 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 want to do because I feel like if you when you love where you work you just do such a better job such a higher quality and you really want to ride for the team like it's not just I'm checking in I'm clocking out like you get a really good group of dynamic people who love what they do man it's limitless what you can accomplish as an organization so that's, a, that's kind of what I'm looking to next. If, uh, if I'm lucky enough to get the chance to play football, I'm blessed enough, I'll definitely, I'll pursue that. Uh, something I've always worked for. But if it doesn't, you know, I mean, I know, I know what I can do next. So, yeah. I, I love to hear that. I'm all about athletes and what happens after sports. So that's so awesome to hear. And I'm excited to see where life takes you. But I do want to ask. You are a man who truly exemplifies an athlete that not only grinds on the field, but off the field. What are some words of empowerment that you would like to tell our listeners who are at home? I want to tell you to wake up every day 
and try and figure out how you can inspire someone else. Mm-hmm. Inspiring someone else is, I think, one of the greatest acts of human nature. And it's not necessarily what you do. Sometimes it's what you say. Sometimes it's how you go about treating people. And when you, when you create an environment where wherever you go, you influence that environment in a positive manner, that's gonna, that energy is going to carry over into everything that you do. The work that you do on the field, off the field, um, your schoolwork, what you're researching, what you're looking into in terms of like investing or anything that you're trying to do. So what I'm trying to say is, is figure out how to be a person who gives. Give relentlessly. And I promise you that the universe is going to come back in mysterious ways. And it's just whatever it is you believe in, just know the world's going to give back to you in the same heartfelt way that you give to others. And I honestly believe that's one of the ways that we can change the world and create a better place. You know, listen to people, listen to, listen to these different cultures, listen to the things that they're going through and truly care. Like, and if you don't care, you know, dive into yourself, figure it out, like what it is that's stopping you from caring. But I mean, just, just have a heart, show love, work relentlessly, read books, absolutely read books. Books hold a ton of knowledge. And I'm not a person who really like love to read, but I sat down last summer and I started reading some books and I said, wow, it's a lot of good information here. <laughs> Let me put YouTube down for a couple of seconds. Right. Uh, <laughs> I felt that. Wow. Christian, thank you for coming and taking the time out of your day to, you know, be interviewed by us. You're truly inspirational. Me and you really don't have the same relationship you and Hannah have, but I can tell that you're super dope and you're genuine and you're truly inspiring me by your awesome words. And so it is time for our song segment here at the Beyond Football <laughs> Show. We like to spice things up. Spicy. Let's get it. Spicy. So Christian, <laughs> all of us, we all have that one song that we can rap or sing from the beginning to the end. So the listeners want to know, we want to know, and we want to hear your favorite song, favorite all-time song, and we just want to hear a bar to, you know, we know you can get down, so let us hear it. All right, so uh, a little disclaimer. First off, I am a huge, huge, huge Larry June fan. Larry June, he's a Bay Area native, talks about making smoothies, making investments, being healthy. being fly, uh, you know, things that I feel like I do great with, you know. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, I think one of the first songs I ever fell in love with that he made is called Mission Bay. And uh, so here's how the bar goes. He says, first you have to find your passion, then you stick with it. One thing about this game, you have to stay consistent. Make time for your girl, but always think of riches. I'm not trying to go back to eating church's chicken. Oh! It's a pretty day. I'm sipping tea and I'm reading. If you're bringing drama in my life, you are deleted. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah that. press that delete button. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. I love that. Thank you again, Christian, for taking the time out of your day. I know spring ball's coming up, you know, grind hard, but also grind hard off the field. And thank you to our listeners. I hope you really enjoyed today's episode, and I hope you were inspired by Christian's awesome words. Tune in next week for our next week's guest. Who's it going to be? Football player? Alum? I love this game. Coach? I really Uh. don't know. And you will find out (laughs) next week. Thank you for watching the Beyond Football Show, and we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate y'all for having me. Appreciate you, Kate. Appreciate you, Hannah. (laughs) Much love. (laughs)
Thank you.